Hey everyone, what is going on? This is Two Bays in a Pod, and I am your host, Andrew Wright, and over in his bedroom is my co-host, Cody Johnson. And uh, Cody, how are you feeling tonight, man? Feeling good, feeling good. Uh, pretty excited about this one, to be honest with you. I know that we're continuing our The First series, so dramatic. Yes. Um, you know what, though, as we were talking before we started the show, we're probably going to have to do like a special episode about 90 Day Fiance because we that's all we've been talking about the last yeah, two days. <laughs> I know, I know. My wife and I, we have been binge watching it like crazy. Um, you know, watching Ed and Rose is an absolute train wreck. Um, the guy thinks he's God, and <laughs> it's, it's, it's it, too funny, but uh. I was telling you earlier, we're going to go into it a little bit, okay? So, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Stephanie on there. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of Jeffrey on there. Those yeah. are like the two two people that I like really despise. Yeah. But today, I was watching episode 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 10. And Yolanda is still is like, well, that's not that's not Williams. I'm like, lady, you're being catfish. If everyone in the world isn't well, they don't know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know him either. You've never seen him other than a picture that he also is posting on social media. And her family does not bring that up. <laughs> the only pictures that he has sent to her are the pictures that she is getting. Also, that everyone is getting on social media. Mm-hmm. The, same Yolanda, three, the same three pictures that we keep doing a slideshow of. There's nothing different. Yes. But yeah, at this point, it's getting annoying. I agree. Because I felt bad for her the first couple episodes. Yes, like, oh, this I poor, felt this so bad. It's just clinging on something. Now I'm just getting annoyed. Like, okay, look, there's too much evidence for you not to see this. Yeah. If this was your kid, Lady. would you be telling them? Exactly. So. Oh, man. It is so sad. <laughs> All right. Anyways, back to our, your, our regular scheduled program, folks. That's true. Sorry, guys. Rabbit holes. That's, that's our thing. <laughs> it's inevitable with us. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Last week we did uh, what was our first car, and uh, I think that went really well. Um, you know, I know when you and I were recording it, uh, we were. I don't think we felt great about it, but uh, listening to it when it came out, it. It came out really well, so um, you know I'm actually really excited for this one, um, and I think I think we're gonna have better stories for sure on this one. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm super excited. I I'm I've been digging the the first series. Yeah, I am too. It's been kind of cool to go down memory lane a little bit, and uh, almost saddens me, man. It's a lot of time that passed by and just reminding me of, uh, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I just turned 30, but I feel like I'm a hundred years old sometimes. And, you know, going back, back in my day, we used to have to kickstart our vehicles <laughs> by kicking them in the back. And that's when the horsey would giddy up. You know, I feel like I'm one of those guys now. You definitely are. For sure. <laughs> I hope Your time's coming. I, Your I time hope, uh... is coming. <laughs> I'm mailing you a walker. For I will. Yes. Day. I will. Hey, a whopper? Walker. Oh, I thought you said whopper. No. I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> See, now, now, actually, no, I need to get you hearing aids now so you can hear me, old man. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get started, Cody, before we, we go into this rabbit hole. 
right, guys. So, uh, man, I'm excited. Um, we're going to be talking about our first jobs. I think mine is a little less conventional mm-hmm. um, than what yours is probably going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know yours, actually. I think I went and visited you at yours. Probably. Probably. Okay. Uh, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have you start okay. uh, with your first job and and uh, we'll get into the paycheck later. <laughs> yeah. So I was um I was actually um 16 when I got my first job and uh, I think that's the legal age or at least 15 and a half is the legal age you're allowed to work with a school work permit. Yeah, in California. And, yeah. In anyway, so I uh, I got my first job when I was at the summer I turned 16. And I worked for a, a local owner who had a Baskin Robbins and Togo sandwich shop um, store, like kind of, you know, combination. Cause for some reason, uh, you know, they, they had a lot, when you owned a franchise business, you can have two of them. And anyways, when I was 16, I got hired as a ice cream scooper um, at the Baskin Robbins. And um, kind of the way it worked is you started at the Baskin Robbins side and you would migrate and work yourself over to the Togo side, which is sandwich making, which is, you know, in this metaphor of a ladder. <laughs> so I remember one of my, uh, you went first... from scooping to cutting, picking with your hand. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and hearing a stick. bunch of dumb questions. <laughs> We're here to go. Oh, like Togo's. Yes, sir. Like, Togo's. <laughs> do you, do you want to eat this here or not? <laughs> People did not say that. There's no way. People were not that stupid. Swear to God. Oh my God. Swear to God. Like Togo's. Yeah. You would be amazed. Dude, I would lose my mind. (laughs) Oh, it it gets better. God bless you for having that. Oh no. I'm sure you've dealt with this too. Uh, For here or to go? Yes. Okay. For here or to go? Yes. Ma'am, did you want it to eat it here or did you want to take this home? (laughs) I got, I got that several times. Okay, I'm just gonna put this in a bag for you. Then you can make up your mind in the car. <laughs> but anyways, you may sit down or you can go. <laughs> we don't way. care. Anyways, um, so uh, when I was working at the Baskin Robbins side, I remember um, I go through the interview, and it was kind of a weird interview because the owner was a little uh, loud, we'll say. And uh, he, he, I one time remember during the interview, he made me sing one of the employees in their happy birthday as loud as I could. And his uh, reasoning for that is so that way in a large crowd, I can, I can carry my voice over it. So that way I can get people's attention was kind of like his argument for it. And it was, it was, he had some diff- different methods that were kind of weird. Like I had to build a puzzle for him in a certain amount of time. And anyways, so that was, I'm that sorry, was... you're going to have to come back to that one <laughs> because I need to know why you needed to build a puzzle. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm still wondering to this day. And I was, no I was all these years ago. No. You <laughs> he just had a stopwatch and he puts out all these puzzles and he goes, okay, go ahead. And I'm like, okay. So I put them all together and then he clicks on the stopwatch and he goes, interesting. Okay. And then we just carry on. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. So anyway, you know what? I'm sorry to interrupt again, but that reminds me of Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh-huh. Do you remember? Did you ever watch that show? First of all, uh, sometimes not all the time okay well i love that show and there's this one episode where robert is um giving an iq test and he always does this he's an iq test um if you can't see me it's two fingers to the forehead and um he keeps doing it 
and it's like he it was like a new like special thing that he was trying out as like a test so he's got a quiz everyone so he's quizzing in the whole family and it's like causing an uproar because like someone scored higher than the other and so you know and then he's like oh sorry i mixed up the test scores actually it was the other person who scored higher and then you scored less and so then the other people so then it comes even like a bigger like blow up thing and uh and then they're like hey man like so um did you did the test work out and he was like oh yeah it was just um i was just messing with you guys um i wasn't really keeping score or whatever we were trying to see how people react to to these situations and they're like wait so you don't even know who won it was just like like, yeah and so it was like the test was completely pointless what the reaction was and so that's what went through my mind when you're like this dude is giving you this test and he was probably like hmm interesting yeah it was probably completely pointless he probably probably, probably, would do a fucking puzzle It was strange only because, you know, obviously I've done different, I've done interviews over time and I've actually interviewed people for like when I've had to hire people and at no point have I ever wanted to take out a puzzle and say, okay, have at this and and clock them, you know? Oh my God, you need to do it the next time. And just like, just write down something random and never, never say anything about it. Just leave it. That would be so great. No kidding. I'm sorry. That is evil. Don't use that. But I may have it. to try it one time. <laughs> yeah, just one time. <laughs> just once. Just have me apply for your for your place, and I'll go in and do the puzzle, just so you can say that you did it. Yes. And then I want to <laughs> I want to judge how you scored and not tell you. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt, but I, that <laughs> that was too funny. That's okay. So, um, anyways, so. Uh, I got hired and I go in there during my, obviously my, the summer I turned 16, like I've said. And uh, I remember one of my first days of uh, kind of like their orientation of just like, you know, here's the store. This is what things go and stuff like that. I get sent home with these old VHS tapes of Baskin Robbins. And I'm talking old, like (laughs) seventies, eighties. And they're to teach you how to like scoop a proper scoop, how to make, uh, banana split, how to measure out uh, a shake and how many scoops goes into here. It's amazing. Um, that we have to have videos like that. Well, here's what was, here's what was terrible. Cause I actually did have a VCR to watch all these cause we were poor and that was our only, well, actually, okay. well, I mean, we couldn't afford a DVD player at the time. This was yeah, 2000... DVD players were like 200, 300 bucks. At yeah. The time, which... Well, this was 2006. So I just know that we, ne- we didn't have oh. one for a long time, but anyways, when, uh, <laughs> I remember watching these tapes one day and my VCR actually ate one of the tapes and I had to, I, I I took it out and I wound it and it had like this little cut, like in the middle of it. And I was like, I don't know how to fix this. So I just rolled it tight and I put it back in the sleeve and I turned it in. I was like, Oh yeah, here you go. I never finished it because I couldn't play it after that. So I've watched only watched one of the tape, one of the two tapes. You mean you don't know how to make a proper scoop? No, sir. Actually (laughs) I can tell you the three different variations that we learned. I can tell you the measurement. I can still tell you the measurements of what we did for shakes. And at the time, this these were brand new, but they're fruit breezes, which is basically like a glorified sugar s- smoothie. You know, yeah. like I remember that. Um, I remember how many scoops go in a Sunday and all that stuff. So 
I still have all that to so this day. So you're just the worst person to go to Baskin Robbins with now. So you're like, uh, this is not a proper scoop. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, okay, folks. So anybody listening at home, if you ever go to a Baskin Robbins and you see them getting their scooper, shoving it in the middle, and then packing a ball, that is absolutely wrong. That is wrong. They need to be doing a semicircle to where they're rolling it. And as they roll it, it packs it tight. So that way all your ice cream is in a large ball to where it'll secure on the cone. If they pack it and then just make a circle, it's hollow in the middle. So as you eat it and as it melts, unfold. it folds open. Thank you for this P- P- PSA. And now we that can- was a message from Cody Johnson about a proper scoop at Baskin Robbins or nope. any ice cream parlor. That nobody will listen to. Anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, people are going to be like, dude, you sound crazy. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that was my first job. And uh, a lot of a lot of people obviously love ice cream during the summer. And I uh, got to see a lot of interesting things, hear a lot of interesting things. Um, I'll share one quick story with you about when I was first working. It was probably the first year I was there. Uh, mind you, I got hired in the summer. So this would have been uh, June. And uh, this is... Uh, this was the following year. So 07, this was Valentine's day. We sold out. Well, I got hired in the summer. So that, Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The Valentine's day that came, that came after in 07 is when this story takes place. Um, We had uh, obviously Baskin Robbins is very busy during uh, Valentine's day for obvious reasons. Guys want to take their girls to get ice cream thinking that's going to get them lucky, which by the way, folks doesn't work. Um, and so, uh, ice cream cakes, which is what Baskin Robbins would make are very popular. Oh yeah. Those are really good. (laughs) And just to tell you guys an ice cream cake, all it is, is just the cake, the ice cream and another layer of cake. That's all folks. So anyways, they are in a, they must be in a freezer because again, they're ice cream. You can't just leave them on the counter. You can't put them (laughs) in a refrigerator. They'll melt. Right, they have to stay in the freezer. It's so sad that you have to say that. I have to preference that because it goes to this story. There was a guy that came into the store, and I remember this because I was so shocked that he asked this. He comes into the store, he's looking at these cakes, and he takes a minute. Like we only had a few selections, wasn't a whole lot to choose from, so he's really trying to pick it out. Right? I don't know if this is his. I don't know if this was this guy's first Valentine's Day. I don't know if it was Minnie. I don't know if he's just with this girl or has been with this girl a long time. Maybe he's really nervous. I have no idea. He looks at these cakes. He finally makes a decision and we would, uh, at the store, we were actually able to write on the cakes for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I take out the cake and I'm like, Hey man, what, what message do you want me to put on this? Do you want me to write anything? You want me to just box it? He goes, no, no, go ahead and put happy Valentine's day, whoever. Okay, great. And then I'm about to walk to the back. I have this cake in my hand and he goes, Oh, Hey man, one, one second. And I stop. Yeah. What's going on? And he looks at me with a dead serious face and asks, um, will this cake melt if I put it in the freezer? And I look at him with this most, with this God honest, like straight face. And I look at him like, and I'm not, I'm not looking at him like he's dumb, but I'm just so shocked that someone would ask me that. And I go, Oh man, I go, no, no, sir. This cake won't melt in the freezer. You'll be fine. And I think he realized after it, after like he saw my face and then he thought about what he said, he goes, okay I was, I was just asking he's like oh i mean the oven <laughs> and so i was like okay so i go and i write on the cake and i give it back and i was like uh if oh you if if i can help you with anything else man just let me know and he goes no that that's all and he just <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't have a follow-up question of 
Sir, do you know where you're at right now? <laughs> Just need to be sure. <laughs> I was I was absolutely shocked that 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 came out. Uh, it's so funny how will this, stupid. Will this cake melt if I put it in the freezer? I, I beg your pardon? Say that, what? No, sir. You know what? What's amazing about freezers is nothing will melt. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, It'll so. freeze. I've Ironically, got... that's why they call a freezer. If... <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. So I, obviously, I've got a couple. Stupid. I've got some more stories about dumb stuff that goes on. And any for for all intents and purposes, anybody that's had any sort of job in customer service will completely understand any of these stories. And I probably has I... like millions of them to share. So I have a ton from okay. uh, where. Uh, Brad and I, where I used to work with Brad. And uh, yeah, man, I I have a ton. So it's just amazing how some people walk in and they just say the stupidest things. And you're just like, what planet are you from? Like, where, (laughs) where did you come from? Because that is probably one of the worst things I've ever heard. (laughs) It is just amazing. You're just like, man, you're done. And you just want to say something back, and you're just nope. I don't want to get fired today. Can't do it. <laughs> not, can't do not it. A, not the day. Need this paycheck. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, go man, ahead. Drew. What was your What was your first job? Well, um, I had. I don't think you even know this. I had a janitor job oh, okay. uh, when I was actually. Oh God, how old was I? 14. I was 14. Now I wasn't, I mean, I was still employed, um, but it was mainly because my dad, uh, he was a pastor at this church Mm -hmm. and um, it was him and his assistant. And that was basically all who kind of like worked there at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was my dad's assistant that was doing a lot of the cleaning. And, uh, so she had a daughter, um, uh, and, um, and then obviously my dad had me. And so my dad said, Hey, uh, you know, I feel bad that she's constantly doing all the cleaning. And it wasn't like my dad wouldn't help, but uh, a lot of the times my dad had to just go uh, to a ton of places. It's, it's kind of hard to explain other than my dad was not there at the church a lot, but when he was, he was constantly doing stuff. So he couldn't always stop. So it wasn't my dad was being a jerk. He just, he literally couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> that's why his assistant would do it a lot. And so she got the bright idea of, hey, why don't we have both of our kids to do it? And so, um, and uh, I'm, I'm going to call her Jay mm-hmm. because I, I, well, I never asked if it was okay if I use her name. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so. I was, I, you know, I was young and I wanted money. I mean, you know, I was into sports and I wanted to, you know, get all the cool things. I mean, I remember one time when Allen Iverson had the uh, shooting finger. Yep. Remember the sleeve for your finger? Yep. I wanted one of those so bad. So I remember like I wanted one of those. Um, you know, I wanted to save money for a, uh, I wanted a dark shield for football. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to buy uh, new batting gloves. I mean, all this stuff. So, you know, I always wanted money and, you know, 
as a kid, as a teenager, of course you want money. You want mm-hmm. to do things. So um, I I accepted. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So it wasn't too bad. It was it was a fairly small church, but um, there was a big, um, I guess you could say, a reception area. Um, and then there was a really long hallway. This hallway was super long, mm-hmm. um, and there was a ton of rooms in there. We didn't use all the rooms, but when we we knew when we were going to, so we knew we had to clean those. But if we weren't going to use those rooms that week, we didn't have to clean it. So it's kind of like that. And then um, then you go to the main foyer and uh, there's two restrooms that you got to clean. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to clean the main sanctuary, which actually was it was actually a big sanctuary for a small church. Um, and so that that room usually took the longest because obviously everyone's going to be in there. <laughs> I mean, um, and then we would go and, and clean uh, my dad's office and his assistant's office. So me and Jay, we um, we always would do it on um, Saturday, usually Saturday morning ish, mm-hmm. like Saturday morning, like almost in the afternoon. Um, and we would, it, basically it only took two hours to clean. So mm-hmm. you, you kind of looking at, you kind of think about that and you're like, Oh, that doesn't take that long. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of cleaning methods that we had to kind of learn that would make it quicker. So it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a deep thorough cleaning, but we were cleaning every inch of it. Just like not really making sure that everything was spot free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I will put that in there. But, um, so the, there was one, uh, there's that many times I should say. Mm-hmm. So there was Friday night, my, my dad actually rented out the church to a, uh, Jewish congregation. And so they would always meet every Friday night. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I have actually some funny stories from that, that me and my friends used to make <laughs> were really bad. But anyway, <laughs> that's going to be another story for another day. Um, but, um, so me and Jay, we would go there, uh, Saturday morning or afternoon and we would go clean the church after they were there. Now they would never use the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Um, they would only use the reception and then, um, down that long hallway, uh, there was a bathroom, a set of bathrooms over there. And then there was a kitchen. So Mm -hmm. those were the main spots that they always hit. So, we would clean the um we would clean the uh, reception area and then make our way down the hallway check all the rooms make sure they didn't use those that day uh the kitchen was pretty easy to clean Mm -hmm. um basically just had to wipe it down you know make sure there were no dishes usually the people that would use when they use the kitchen it they brought all their own stuff and so they would take it so it really was never messed up um, you know, mop the floor. That was really the main thing that we had to do. So we go into the bathroom mm-hmm. and I couldn't tell you how many times uh, um, we would smell the nastiest smell in these <laughs> And you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. It's a restroom. But this is the day after. And I couldn't tell you how many times there was still shit in the toilets <laughs> from that night. Oh. So going 12 hours forward, 
there's oh. still shit in there. <laughs> so you walk in and you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. And again, you're probably thinking, oh, it's, you know, probably guys, you know. Uh-huh. No, it was always the women's restroom. <laughs> always the women's restroom. And I would always tell Jay, I was like, what do you girls do in here? <laughs> I was like, I know like guys are, are like gross and like don't really care about stuff. But I was like, at least we flush the toilet. And she was like, I don't know. I always flush the toilet. And I was like, dude, this is seriously disgusting. <laughs> and so I would always complain because it was, I swear, I think there was only one time the men's restroom actually had something in the toilet mm-hmm. every other time. It was always the girls' restroom. Always, dude. It was, oh, man. It was the worst. <laughs> so we would always clean those. And <clears throat> so I always told her, I was like, you know, why is it always the girls' restroom? The worst one was, um, I think we had like a, I don't want to, I think it was a wedding. Mm-hmm. I think we had a wedding that was supposed to be um, that Saturday. So when that happened, we would have to clean it saturday morning um and then they would do the wedding and yada 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 and then saturday night we would have to go clean it again um and those were kind of always a little you know sucky but Mm -hmm. i actually lived on the property of the church they had a house like right behind the church and so my dad and i we lived back there so it was really easy for me like i could just look out and then um, my dad would call his assistant and then she would bring over, uh, Jay and, you know, both of us would go in and clean the, uh, clean just where they, they were at. So, um, <clears throat> and like I said, we got it down to a science, so it really wasn't that difficult, but you know, as teenagers, you're like, I don't want to do anything Saturday, <laughs> I want to go home and play video game, watch TV, whatever. So there's one time they use the main sanctuary, obviously, for the wedding. And then we're going to go clean the restroom. So we go in the girls' restroom. And I was like, how much do you want to bet? There's going to be shit in there because apparently (laughs) women are disgusting in the restroom. (laughs) So we're in there and I'm kind of cleaning. And I get to the toilets. And um, so we would usually trade off. Uh, You know, sometimes one week Jay would, she would clean the toilets. And I would clean the sink and I would mop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would switch where, you know, if we needed toilet paper, you know, whatever. So you would have to do more work when you clean the sink and mop, mm-hmm. but you didn't have to clean the toilet. So, <laughs> <laughs> and as I told you, they were pretty disgusting, but it was my turn to clean the toilet. So I go in this stall and it's the furthest stall. It's usually the stall, uh, for handicap. Mm-hmm. So I go in there. And in that stall, in, in the women's restroom, they always had these little, these mini trash cans that we that we always had to have, you know, uh, a bag for because obviously for mm-hmm. feminine products. I'm not kidding you. There was one that was on the floor. It was not. It was. It was the Red Sea. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. But it was, and I was like, oh my God, no. (laughs) And Jay comes over. She's like, what, what, what? And I was like, that's so disgusting. I was like gagging. And so she comes in and she's like, oh, that's so nasty. And I was like, I was like, can we rock, paper, scissors to see who gets this? (laughs) 
She's all, nope, it's your turn. So I had to go uh, get a, I got a separate trash bag to pick it. Oh, dude, it was the worst thing I have, I have ever had to do. Um, so it was a cool job because uh, Jay and I, we were, we were really good friends at the time. And so uh, it was kind of like her and I were just always talking about, you know, whatever was going on in our life. Um, so we always had good times and we were just joking around. So it was fun and it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was easy money. It was something like I didn't have to like commute. All I had to do was like look at the church and see if I needed to go over there. So uh-huh. it was really <laughs> simple, but uh, yeah, the cleaning the women's restroom was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. And uh-huh. that's why I don't know, like it was a big thing for me when I met my wife. I was like, I got to make sure that she's cleaning the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, she 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 hits the trash can, so we're we're all good. And she doesn't leave anything in the toilet, so <laughs> you know that, that, those those were going to be deal breakers. But uh, luckily, my wife uh, she's she's clean, so it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, that was my first job. I was a janitor for a church, and uh, there's some nasty church ladies out there. <laughs> some unholy nasty church ladies some unholiness some... going on in there you know what's funny too is i used to, uh, so when i was like applying for other jobs like mm-hmm. obviously when when i was looking for more um i used to have to put that i would get 25 dollars an hour for that because oh, wow. we would only be there for two hours mm-hmm. so we got 50 bucks every time um and so technically that's 25 dollars an hour so when I was applying, I would write, oh, yeah, $25 an hour. And I was like, I probably should stop writing that because these guys are probably looking at it going, oh, well, why is he applying for this? Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I kind of wised up and, like, I would either put, like, an asterisk or I would mm-hmm. I'd write, like, flat fee of, like, 50 bucks or something. Yeah. So then they would kind of make more sense. Yeah. But yeah. at that time, too, I'm sure minimum wage was so – so low $25 man there's some there's some people in some pretty big jobs ain't making that much and you're just this little small fry in there I mean there were some times where we would get more Mm -hmm. um you know if it was like like I said there were there were times where there would be weddings so Mm -hmm. we were there like twice in the same day Mm -hmm. so obviously we would get more um I couldn't tell you how much more I don't remember to be honest but um you know it it really it sounds like a lot like, and it looks like a, a semi big church. So if like you ever went there and I don't want to say the name of the church because uh, again, yeah. yeah. But um, it, if you went there, you would see, you'd be like, Oh man, this is actually a pretty big church. How did you only do this in two hours? A lot of the rooms that we had, we didn't use. So a lot of the times we weren't, I mean, we would go in there and just kind of like wipe it down real quick, but we didn't mm-hmm. need to like vacuum or, um, you know, didn't have to like thoroughly deep clean the carpets mm-hmm. or anything. I mean, it, it never was that bad. Um, you know, and, and like I said, if they had, if they had like major events there, um, you know, we were always there like right after the event. So if anything was spilt, we would get it up real quick. So yeah, it really wasn't that difficult. And um, like I said, it like it was an easy job and it was a cool job to have uh, with a friend. And, and so it went, you know, always went really well. So. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, Hey, so, uh, what was your first, how much was your first paycheck and when did you get one? My first paycheck was 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs> because, right okay. So I, when we actually started, 
we got our paycheck like they it was bi-weekly we would get it and so um my first paycheck was only 50 bucks but because we had just literally did it like that saturday before mm-hmm. so um and i saw that 50 bucks and i was like man this is awesome um what i bought with that 50 bucks i have no idea i cannot remember i was trying for the life of me to remember what i used the 50 bucks for to be perfectly honest i probably used it for like school Mm. i I think when i went to school i just had money to buy food so i think that's what i did i think that was it um but yeah i mean it wasn't like i said it wasn't a big paycheck it wasn't anything but you know what what are you gonna do so that's funny uh cody what was your first paycheck well okay so okay brace yourselves folks so technically i the my very first paycheck was only six dollars and 13 (laughs) cents that's not funny no it is okay well here's if i saw that it'd be like no hold on hold on i say technically because okay the in my first my story about my first job where i had my orientation i got paid for an hour to be there back in 2006 minimum wage in our city was six dollars and 75 cents folks and i was paid for one hour of my time to go to this orientation pick up tapes get my uniform and all that stuff and he paid me an hour well we got paid and break the tape (laughs) and well we got paid every two (laughs) weeks so i had i think i picked up these tapes on like a wednesday and uh, he closed his payroll like on a friday or something like that and i got that one hour on a paycheck well back in the day for this first job what we do is when the paychecks came in they were in a folder you came in and picked up your check and all that stuff i didn't know that because i wasn't even until like another week after that is when i started my actual first day of like hands-on training and stuff like that so when i went to go pick up what i thought was my first check i actually had two checks in there and one check was uh like a hundred and like eighty something dollars and that was the one where i had done my training on and then the the check that was in there that i didn't know about was six dollars and 13 cents after taxes came out that was what my net take-home pay was so man and i couldn't tell you what i spent on that six dollars and 13 cents but i'm sure it was (laughs) I'm sure it was a hell of a purchase. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it was a Togo sandwich. <laughs> actually, so funny thing is, we were actually allowed to have um, uh, at the end. If you worked a four-hour shift, you got ten percent and a treat um, uh, at the, the day. So, like, if you ordered a sandwich or ice cream, you got ten percent off of what you had to pay. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of your shift, you got to take a treat home. So, any any ice cream you wanted, like two scoops, a, a drink, or whatever. And if you work more than six hours, you got 50% off whatever lunch you wanted and you got to take on a treat as well. I lived for the six hour days because I got a free sandwich and I got a half off of a drink. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a cool setup like and, until I, we just started smartening up and started just making our own sandwiches and he never knew. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when I worked at me and Ed's, I would, we always got a free drink which was really cool. That was, mm-hmm. that always came in handy. Um, especially if you worked, you know, uh, like six hour days or something, it was always really nice, especially as a delivery driver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having a drink in your car is very beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and if you're tired, you I mean, you get free soda. So you're just like <laughs> filling that thing up like crazy. Um, I'll, 
I don't know if he's okay with me telling. I'm sure he is. So I'm going to say it anyway. But um, Brad, when he was the delivery driver there too, mm-hmm. Brad, every time he worked, and I'm not kidding you, it was every time. He would have a case of Coca-Cola, a 12-pack can case of Coca-Cola in his car, uh-huh. um, warm if it were hot or if it were cold, it didn't matter. He always had one mm-hmm. and he had it in his car and he would go through a 12 thing, a 12 pack of, of soda every time he worked. <laughs> I was like, dude, that is not good for you. <laughs> oh man. And it was funny too. Cause when we would hang out, like mm-hmm. if we, we would go to like in and out or, we would go to uh, you know someone's house. We'd be like, "Oh man, I kind of want a soda." And Brad would be like, "Oh yeah, I got it. I got it in my car. Let me go get it." <laughs> <laughs> so then we just came to expect it. So we'd be like, we'd play like a Call of Duty or something on an on an Xbox, and uh, I'd be like, "Brad, can I get a Coke?" He'd be like, "Yeah, let me go get one." <laughs> <laughs> and so then he started wising up where he would just bring it in wherever we were hanging out. So we'd be like, "Yeah, let me get a Coke." He'd be like, "Here." <laughs> so. And just every time he always had a case of Coke and he would go through a case every time he worked. I man, mean, I wonder if he was able to get any sleep, man. That'd be crazy. That's what I mean. As far as he tells me, he sleeps. So <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, I just remember working at me and Ed's. We'd get free soda and it blew my mind that he still would have a case of soda. In his car. He's like, man, I suck those things down like crazy. He's like, and plus, if I'm sick of Coke, I can just get a drink at work. <laughs> it's actually really smart it's a good idea yeah. it's like yeah hey, you like, got a man. point man. can't argue with that logic yeah so yeah and then yeah we'd get a discount on um on food but it didn't matter you never really got anything free unless like you worked like you said if you work like i don't remember how many hours i want to say six mm-hmm. um you would get like free like potato wedges or something oh those are good yeah so I used to make those pretty bomb too. Just gonna say, I was a master in making the potato wedges. I miss that was the one thing I do miss about. I miss making. It wasn't super fun to make the pizzas. It wasn't super fun. The calzones were kind of difficult. If you if you messed it up, you had to restart. Mm-hmm. Um, wings were easy. The the potato wedges were easy. But man, potato wedges! I would cook those things crispy. They would still. Oh man, I used to make those so bomb. I now I want potato wedges. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, from making sandwiches and also scooping ice cream, you'd be amazed on how particular and pretentious people are with their food. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, it is, it is asinine. So it, and it honestly too, like, it's kind of like really people, this is what you guys are in. Like, this is what you like. I don't under, uh, you know, but Hey, yeah. whatever to each his own. <laughs> yep. Seriously. I remember one time actually going back to working at a, as a janitor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my parent, my dad used to get so mad that I would, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm a janitor. And he's like, no, you're not a janitor. You're a custodian. I was like, I'm a janitor, dad. <laughs> that's ba- That's really what I am. It reminds me of okay that Geico it. commercial. You being a janitor is like me being a custodian. You being a spirit is like me being a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I remember one time there was, uh, I think there was someone who complained about the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And so my dad's assistant came in and was like, hey, you guys need to clean these a lot better. And was kind of like showing us how. So I was like, okay. And I was like, I wonder who it was. 
And then there was another lady, um, and I'm pretty sure it was the same lady who complained before. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she sent something. Like, we had, like, a rug in the foyer. Mm-hmm. And, um, or foyer, I don't know, however you say it. I don't you know, can just whatever. say lobby, it's fine. You can say the foyer. Anyway, <laughs> there was, like, a piece of garbage on on the rug. And it wasn't like she was the first one in mm-hmm. to the church. And it wasn't like it was, it was like, you know, almost the very beginning of us opening up the church. Like the church had been open for like a good 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And she gets there and she's like, oh, it's filthy in here and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I looked, I remember I looked at her and I was like, I, I was like, really? It's disgusting. Because I remember it was clean when I got there. She was like, <laughs> She was like, "Oh, do you clean the church?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." You're like, you're, like "Oh yeah, you're, looks looks good." She like, walked away, and I was like, "That's right, get out of here." You're goddamn right. I clean it, Carol Baskin. That's me. <laughs> you, you killed your husband, didn't you? Better than tigers. Oh man, I just remember I was so mad. I was like, "Who comes into a church like, oh, it's so filthy?" Blah, blah, blah. I was like, "You just be happy that you have a church to go to." And that you haven't been called to heaven yet, lady. <laughs> Stop polishing You're your halo. You're really Relax. close. Relax <laughs> to polishing your halo over there, holier than thou. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have a ton of stories from that church. But um, when I had to clean them, mm-hmm. it's, it's just uh, the disgusting stories are the ones that come to mind. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had to... Uh, uh, I've had to ask people to go to the back of the line when they're on their cell phone and they're next in line. And it's like, yeah, what, what can I get you? And they give me like the finger, like, you know, the hold on one second finger. And I'm, and I just use my, cause we had these like bread knives and I point the bread knife to the end of the line. Just get back there. You can come back around when you're off your cell phone. And then I remember we used to have this one guy, I, his name was Paul and he was kind of a crazy guy. He used to just come into the store at like early in the afternoon order soup a small soup and he would sit there and eat it and he'd be done with it and then he would sit there the rest of the time until we closed and he did this for like a good year or so and um yeah it was really well here's what gets weirder about that so i actually i was like kind of weirded out that we didn't know who he was he's always sitting there just he doesn't he doesn't mind anybody he's just kind of a guy that's just sitting there kind of just whatever so i'd go Hey man, I uh, see you in here a couple of times. What's your name? And he goes, Oh, I'm Paul. And I was like, Oh, Hey Paul, you know, well, welcome. It's good to you know you're always here. So we just wanted to say, Hey, and when he would get comfortable talking to us, then he would tell us, then he'd open his mouth. And that was when the real fun began because he'd claimed that he would, he got put into a psych ward by his mother and his mo- and the nurse that took care of him was Tom's son or mother. And she gave him the, she gave Tom the idea to create MySpace. Oh my god. Yep. And then he used to say that he's went to parties to meet Madonna, Britney Spears and somebody else and that they oh Kobe Bryant, that was one that he'd said to. And Yet that you decide to hang out here all day. <laughs> right. Well, and also too he wore the exact same clothes, drove a junky car and so at one point our supervisor would then screw with him cuz he goes Hey, Paul, you talking to Kobe uh, recently? Uh, did, it, did he tell you about his jumper or anything like that? Is he going to get any better? And how's, uh, how's Madonna? Are her and, uh, her and Beyonce still fighting? Are they going to get over their tiff? And, you know, because he's bombarding with all these questions, he goes, oh, I, I'm not sure. I, I, did, I, I talked to them. I was like, 
He goes, okay, cool. Well, have him come by sometime. And he's like, oh yeah, sure. And then at one yeah. point, like, and then at one point he was making everybody feel uncomfortable because now like everybody knew that he was kind of a, a pathological liar at this point and nobody wanted him in the store now because now he's kind of crazy. So we had to have one of our supervisors ask him to leave. And if, if he ever came back, we had to call the cops and, Mm. and i kind of feel bad because i was kind of the one that like introduced everybody to him and like hey paul man you're always here so i just want to say hi <laughs> so if you uh worked over at togo's with cody he's the one who started it so yeah there sorry, you go. Guys. now you guys found now you finally found it out so uh let's smear his facebook with nasty comments <laughs> i don't even know if he has a facebook myspace or whatever i just know that i'm not I... talking about paul i'm just talking about everyone who worked with you they had to deal <laughs> They had to deal with them. Shout no, out to anybody um, that ever worked at that store too. I'm sure they all have PTSD from working there. <laughs> you know, I just because you you know you are uh, you are my best friend, and I need to be honest with you. Um, Paul was a serial killer. You <laughs> <laughs> probably. I was. hate to break it to you, but. Uh, it's a good thing that you were nice to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you were not the one to mock him about Kobe Bryant and whatnot because um, you would probably be next. Yeah, I, it definitely felt like it. So, you know, definitely uh, it was definitely a weird situation. And I, like I said, I feel super bad because I was kind of the one that like talked to him like, in a friendly way. Yeah. And then, of course, the one guy who I try to be friendly with who's seems like a regular is of course a psycho so yeah <laughs> it would be fitting all right man well that was fun that was really cool um i still can't get over the puzzle yeah <laughs> just, right <laughs> just still so perplexed about that uh good job by you though man uh, good stories um you know paul if you're out there well you're probably in jail so yeah i hope um, you're listening to this <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come after you now you're not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, maybe maybe he did here. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, uh, hey, guys, uh, go check us out on uh, DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. All of our content is on there. Uh, please uh, rate and review on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, now newly acquired iHeart uh, mm-hmm. Podcasts. Um, so we're really excited about being on uh, all four major uh, podcasts now. So uh, if you listen to us on any of those four major ones, please go subscribe, rate and review. Everything helps. We love all the feedback. Um, also, like I said, go to our uh, com If you have any suggestions about topics that you'd like us to um, maybe talk about or uh, maybe just have a question that you'd like us to answer on air or even off air either way um we would uh we would love to answer them and and love to uh talk about them so um please go and do that um also go check out fnx uh fitness gear uh there's a ton of stuff on there if uh if you're working out at home uh you know if you if you want protein shakes if you want vitamins protein bars uh they got really cool workout gear even if you're not even if you don't want to work out and you just want a shirt, they have really cool tank tops and, and especially with summer coming up, those are going to be really nice. 
So uh, I encourage you to go and look that up. And if you want a discount, please go to, like I said, go to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. Our link is on there uh, to get that discount. So it'll be 15% off, which is really nice. Trust mm-hmm. me. Um, so, um, you know, uh, go check all that out. We, we appreciate everyone downloading these episodes. And uh, I've gotten a ton of feedback about, about two bays and also Drew Code Sports Talk. But, yeah, two bays has been really been really fun uh mm-hmm. basically uh memory lane for, for us and it's been it's been fantastic so uh cody any final words nope don't forget to wash your hands be safe um anybody in a city that is slowly opening be patient uh i know that we want to uh you know travel as fast as we can and get out there as soon as possible but um you know we want to be cautious and we still want to be safe and we want to make sure that we keep our healthcare system intact. So, you know, if we all get sick at the same time, it's just going to make things kind of difficult. So just be patient. Um, you know, I mean, we're all kind of excited it's happening, but also just air closer to the side of caution and safety, but, uh, be safe everybody and, uh, wash your hands, social distance, wear your mask when you go to stores. Yep. Um, couldn't agree with you more, man. Good job. All right. Well, uh, next week, um, uh, we might continue with first. I we might go with other topics. I'm not sure yet. We kind of haven't discussed it yet, so uh, it might be on the fly. But hey, whatever it is, we know it's going to be gold. Yep. So stay <laughs> tuned, everybody. So everyone, uh, you know, uh, definitely check us out next week. But uh, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you. Talk to you later. <laughs>